Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by work psychologist coach Leisha McGrath. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us once again. No problem at all. So it has been reported that September has been one of the busiest hiring periods across the world, which I don't know if that would come as a surprise to you. No, it hasn't. Um, I've seen the headlines as well. <laughs> no, it ha- it doesn't come as a surprise at all. Very often people are thinking, right, summer's been and gone. We need to get a handle on what are our you know, needs, our talent needs for the year ahead. Remembering that organizations don't always have their year beginning in January. Some, you know, organizations' years can begin at any month of the year. Mm-hmm. But a lot of organizations will really want to get ahead of um, who's coming out of university, particularly if they're um, hiring at graduate level, who's on the market, what do we need to do? So September can feel, sometimes it's that back to school energy, you know, that yes. planning for the year ahead. So, yeah, that'll that'll translate into the job market for sure. I think for many people, actually, September is probably the start of the year because when you'd be going to school, as you said, that would be normally the case, technically. Exactly. And we're kind of programmed, you know, that new pencil case smell. Yes. You know, the summer, you know, I'll start again in September. It's, you know, we've had years of who's my new teacher, my classmates, my, you know, going to college, whatever it is. And, and we're really programmed and even on the in, in any of the kind of ancient wisdom traditions, the darker months, the, you know, the November, December would actually be thought of as the beginning, for example, of the Celtic New Year, because we talk about all life begins in darkness, the seed in the belly, the seed in the ground. So it's really a fertile time. To, to think about it as as the new year rather than the January time, mm-hmm. which obviously is the new calendar year, but just energetically and in terms of a lot of planning and structuring, it's not always the same. So what should you be thinking about if you are in that position where either you want to change jobs or find a new one? Yeah, well, the first thing I would say to people is, you know, people often make the mistake of just seeing what are the jobs out there and I'll just apply for them. Now, obviously, that's part of the process, but I would think that's a second step. Mm-hmm. The first step has to be what kind of a job am I interested in? Is this an entry level job for me? Am I changing career? What kind of organization am I interested in joining? Am I interested in just getting a job for a year before I go traveling or am I interested in a real career step? you know, stepping ladders, stepping stone, whatever, so that I can I can climb, I can develop into in the same organization. You know, what purpose does work serve for me in, in my life? Is it just a paying bills kind of thing? Or is it somewhere where I get a lot of satisfaction um, and I'm really keen to learn more and invest in my skills? So there's a huge amount of self-exploratory work that I think needs to go in before you start looking at what's available. I think a lot of people as well are looking for different types of jobs now as well. I think we're kind of looking for a bit more flexibility, perhaps being able to get that balance right as well. Absolutely. And as, uh, you know, the younger generations come through college and, and come into the workforce, we're seeing that more and more gone, long gone. You know, for most people is the pensionable job, the Mm -hmm. same day, all of that kind of thing, the routine. And more organizations are granting that now with increased flexibility, time off, all that kind of stuff. So that's really good. But organizations need to be able to flex to that. They need to be able to offer different things. But similarly, people coming into the job market need to be able to say, well, look, maybe this isn't the exact ideal, you know, Mm -hmm. of what I want and how I want it to be. But I need to kind of make do a little bit with how things are and and find find a sweet spot in the middle between an organization that gives me at least some or, 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 you know, a good chunk of what I'm looking for. But I might also need to compromise. And I do hear from clients that the compromise bit can be a bit lacking. Sometimes people can have an Mm -hmm. idea 
oh my God, I'm amazing. I've done my degree, I've done my master's, I've got all this stuff. Now give me a job, I'm entitled to it. But unfortunately, it doesn't necessarily work like that. And there does have to be a bit of give and take and a bit of managing of expectations on both sides. Yeah, and you kind of have to start somewhere. Yeah, you do. And, you know, we've all had jobs where you don't love every part of it. And, and to be honest, most jobs, you know, that you'll have, there'll always be a chunk of it that you don't enjoy. But if it's a means to an end, if you can feel yourself progressing, if you're one of those people who wants a career rather than just a job, if you feel yourself progressing, if you feel you're learning, investing, building your relationships, building your network, all of that, then you don't mind, I often say, a little bit of short-term pain mm-hmm. to be able to get to that longer-term gain. If you are stepping into an interview, what do you need to take into account? So a few things. Again, preparation is key. Have a look at the website. Look at the language they use. Look at what information you can find about them in the media, maybe there's publications, anything like that. See on LinkedIn if you're connected with anybody on there, um, even one or two uh, degrees of separation away and see if you can, you know, have a coffee, a virtual coffee or something with them and ask them what it's really like in there. Then obviously have a really good read of the of the ad, of the job description and understand where the uh, the job that you're applying for fits in the wider organisation. And then in some ways you need to park all that because you need to put yourself in the shoes of the employer. What are they looking for? What are their pain points? How am I going to make myself stand out from other candidates going for the same job? You're going to do that by being a kind of a shoe-in for the organization, someone that they can see fitting seamlessly or as seamlessly as possible into their organization, able to, to take away whatever pain point it is. You know, they're a person down on the team. You can emphasize the skills that they need um, so that you can, you know, hopefully join the team quite seamlessly and, and hit the ground running. A lot of organizations will have competency-based interviews. So if that's the case, you need to find that out in advance. So a simple question to your recruiter or the hiring manager, what kind of an interview are we going to be doing? Um, and if it's a competency-based interview, get a handle of what the competencies are in advance. Um, and a good interview will ask you two positives and one negative around each competency. Mm-hmm. So don't just have the positives prepared. Have the other stuff around what went wrong, what I learned from it, what I do differently next time, things like that. And really being able to show that you're a learner, that you have um, thought about things, that you've really tried to figure out your path in the organisation. Those are all really positive things that organisations will look at favourably at interview stage. And I suppose then to look at maybe creative jobs that may not necessarily um, advertise interviews, I suppose being able to approach people, like you said earlier, virtual coffees, talking to people, all that kind of thing goes a long way in that case, doesn't it? Big time, big time. It's all about your network. Very few um, organisations will will um, advertise every single job they're yeah. you know they're ever going to have. Mm-hmm. A lot of organisations, somebody will say, "Oh, I know this person in my network. I should come. really highly recommended. He's been in uh, you know uh, a similar organisation. He's looking to leave. You know they they don't do flexible working or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, is it worth having a coffee with that person and bringing them in? So sometimes these jobs are filled even before. They go to market or they go, um, you know, putting ads on job boards or whatever. So it's really important to uh, to have a look at the um, the kinds of organisations that you want to be in and being able to to network as much as you can before, you know, even if you're in a job or before you're looking for a job to make sure that you are yeah well positioned to hear about new potential opportunities opening up. Is there anything you shouldn't be doing? 
Um, I wouldn't apply to every single job out there. I wouldn't use just one template CV and fire that. You know, it used to be the day that people used to be the thinking that people would think, you know, to throw enough mud at the wall and mm-hmm. some of us stick, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. Um, what I would do is have a kind of a, a, a basic CV that you're able to um, to have as your core document. And then each organization, each job that you do apply for, you tailor that CV to, to reflect the language of the organization, to reflect the pain points in inverted commas that that organization is trying to remove by virtue of the job they're advertising. Um, and then when you do meet, you know, send on uh, uh, an application or you do have an interview, a cursory kind of thank you very much, you know, when might I hear, mm-hmm. it was lovely to meet you. Well, those type of emails are really useful to do, but I wouldn't be, you know, bombarding anybody if I'm in an interview, I wouldn't be asking questions like what time is lunch and how many holidays <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. You know, yes. I'd really be wanting to, if you want to position yourself well, I'd really be thinking about um, you how you can take away the organization's pain, as I've said before, looking at things from the organization's point of view. Now, that, as I say, is caveated with once you've done that first piece, which is really understanding what do you want in a job and what work means for you? And then it's really about trying to get that fit. We talk about, um, in psychology, we talk about organisation, job fit. We talk about team fit and um, the person fit. So it's really about trying to get as good or as good as match as possible between the organisation and the, and the team hiring and you. So really looking at it from both sides of the coin is key. How can people find out more about what you do? Um, well, I have a website, leishamagra.com. It's L-E-I-S-H-A. My parents spelled it the <laughs> English way as opposed to the Irish way. Um, and yeah, so they can find me on there on social media. Um, my Instagram is starts with three minutes, the number three, but I'm on LinkedIn as well. And always, you know, always happy to, to help people starting out, particularly in my field. I would I would talk to people um, who are, you know, looking to get into fields like mm-hmm. that. And, and I would say to people as well in, in other fields that aren't necessarily looking to get into occupational psychology, but reach out to somebody who's more advanced um, in a career that you're interested in and ask them how they got started. That's also a really good thing to do. Absolutely. And that's what I did as well. It's a really good yeah. way. And they're always will, very willing to help and want to yeah, help. So I think so. You know, yeah. we all have to start somewhere and the more we can help and the more we can bring brilliant people into our industry, the better. Absolutely. But um, yeah, that's where they'll find me anyway. <laughs> Excellent. Leisha McGrath, thank you so much for chatting to us. Not at all. Thanks for having me.